It's time for another edition of Dome and Domer, the only podcast for Notre Dame fans by Notre Dame fans. If you're looking for cogent analysis and unbiased opinions backed by careful reporting, you've come to the wrong place. For the next 20 minutes or so, you'll get a fan's perspective on the Fighting Irish without all the normal spin from the so-called professional analysts. It's Dome and Domer. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Brammer and Ed Jordanic. Hello, Irish fans, and welcome to another edition of Dome and Domer. My name is Mike Brammer. Joining me tonight, Ed Jordanic, also joining us from ndnation.com, Mike Coffey. All right, Ed, I'll start with you. I mean, we, we all kind of nailed it. We all thought Notre Dame would cover. They did. We all thought it'd be close going into the fourth quarter. I'm pretty sure we all predicted that. That came true. A little bit frustrating. I mean, we ended up losing, even though we had a shot at this one. I mean, I think Notre Dame played probably to the par that we thought they could. But I I think the good news is, of all the mistakes that we saw, they seem to be all correctable. So what are your thoughts going on the rest of the season? And does, does what you saw please you? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, it's it's really frustrating to to uh, to lose uh, these kind of games. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, there were there were definitely there were definitely positives. I mean, it was it was you know, like I don't want to like get too sort of. I mean, I know it's the the popular take, but I, there's just so many reasons why that um, that that second half didn't have to go the way that it did. Um, at least to me, um, you know, the defense did its job to start the third quarter. You know, we, they gave up some yards, but then they forced a punt. Um, and well, they got three and out to start. So that wasn't bad. <laughs> was it? Three I, mean, I think everybody's fear was they took, was it three and out? They to took start the opening the- kickoff, which everybody, I think in the room was, but yeah, three and out. No, no, no. I'm talking about, um, to start the second half was it three and out i thought they moved the ball a little bit and then eventually had to yeah no no it was three i'm pretty sure it was three and out wasn't it maybe i'm wrong and in any event they forced a punt they stopped them i mean regardless you're right they stopped them we got the ball back yeah and and um but what i want to talk about i mean let's let's talk about that that you know to me uh you just do you got to be sort of game savvy about these things and I just thought it was just a really big mistake, not because of the result, but to even consider that delayed blitz with the safeties on 13-11. I mean, I know, we're, you know, everybody says, yeah, that was a bad call. But, I mean, it was a bad call for so many reasons. Like, if the shoe's on the other foot, maybe you do that against a Tyler Buckner. You don't do that against a quarterback as good as Stroud with his experience. In these big games, Notre Dame does not get to the quarterback. They are still athletic, athletically deficient enough that they do not get to these quarterbacks. You know, Foskey was sort of, was he mentioned during the game? Maybe once, maybe twice. I mean, they did make the guy run a little bit, but he made really good plays when they did make him run. And I was just so, bu- I mean, as soon as that play happened, I'm yelling, shit, touchdown. You know, like, I just knew it because... Yeah. If we learned anything from 30 years ago, um, you know, when we played, you know, Florida in the Cheerio Bowl, I mean, those kind of plays, you rush three, you drop eight, because the worst thing that can happen is you give up a first down. Yeah. At that point, in I the mean, game, I, you, you cheated ahead. up. 
Ed, you teed it up perfectly. I had that one ready to go. So let's just watch it for the heck of it. Uh, no, I don't want to watch this. We have to watch this again. Oh, jeez. It looks even I mean, what, Why are they walking? They, they walk and kind of stop. You know, they walk and stop. They're, they're 15 yards off the ball. And then you, you give him a pretty good quarterback in Stroud that opportunity to do that. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, that's, that's one of those scratch your heads. And that wasn't the only play. I mean, there was a couple others where, you know, we dropped nine in one case and, <laughs> and leave a guy wide open. You know, I, I, I mean, I don't know. There, there are those kinds of things, but I think our, the big huge question is, are these correctable mistakes? I mean, is this something that you think that we can fix if we dissect the game film and go back and, you know, address these things? I think that's the big, huge question. Yeah, but we're not going to get another chance to play Ohio State. That's the thing that pisses me off is, you know, we, we have this opportunity and we we pull the right levers for 30 minutes. But like, why why did we, you know, what was the problem? Why, why did we, I, again, I just want to set the standard higher. Like, why didn't we play better in the second half? We didn't play well, very well. We didn't run the ball. We were, we looked like an absolute, you know, um, you know, fire drill uh, in the middle of the offensive line for most of the second half. Like, we didn't know what we were doing. And, um, you know, and the, and the defense, they, they you know, we, Golden made some bad calls. I mean, on some really key situations. Or Freeman overruled him or whatever. We just got too cute. I mean, We've talked about it on the show so many times. It's like college football is just filled with these these guys making nine million dollars a year, and they overcoach. Like they they think they think too hard about this stuff, and it's it's so often the answer to success is right there in front of them, and they and they you know they 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 feel like they've got to earn their money by taking a crazy gamble at that point in the game. I mean, Notre Dame. Was yeah, no, I, I think you're right. You know. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right about that. Um, so, Coffee, let me ask you, because, I mean, this is the second game in a row now. We've had a big, huge game against Oklahoma State. We've now had a big, huge game against Ohio State. In both cases, we come out first half. We're ready to play. Team's emotional. They show up. We're physical. We hit hard. We get to the second half, and we don't get it done. And this is now two games in a row. Is that is that something to really concern yourself with, or – we have an inexperienced offensive coordinator. That that's basically what it boils down to. I think in the, in the in the Fiesta Bowl, we saw so many three and outs, so much passing when running was required, and I think in this game, just the general tenor of the offense. I I, I understand wanting to keep things conservative in this game. I mean, you're a 17-point underdog, the number two team in the country. And I said last week I would be interested to see the status of the game at the end of the third quarter. At the end of the third quarter, it was 14 to 10, and Notre Dame had played well for a lot of the game. So from a big-picture perspective, it's something I like. What I don't understand is if you had a game plan to keep things conservative up until that point, I understand it. but you're in the you're getting in the fourth quarter now. Maybe you need to take the shackles off a little bit. You have nothing to lose. You're already down 14 to 10. I mean, maybe the thought is 21 to 10 is going to have people talking about, hey, Notre Dame's not too far away. They're uh, 
they they can get this done. All they need is X, Y, and Z. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not paid to think that way. I'm paid. I'm, I'm not paid at all. I'm a fan, and I think the way a fan does. And a fan wants to see Notre Dame play balls to the wall and just go all out to win every game they can. If they end up losing by, if they don't end up like, if they end up losing by like three scores or four scores, okay. Again, maybe my perspective is not the best one because I'm not the one who has to think about recruiting and. Put it this way, if if we go into the Southern Cal game and we're 10 and one and everybody's talking about, hey, Notre Dame still has a chance at the playoffs because they played Ohio State really well and close because it was a 21 to 10 game instead of a 31 to 10 game, well, then maybe it was the right decision to make, assuming that that's was something he was thinking about. Oh, Rams had trouble with his feed the whole time. Now he's frozen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, it was bad from the get-go. He was, I could only hear every, about th every third word he was saying. Yeah, I was getting a lot of the words, but he was glitching and... Yeah. Mm. You know, I think overall it's, I don't know, I, 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 I still wish the Marshall and Ohio State, State games have been flipped. I'd love to see yeah. this team like That's at the second point. game as opposed to... Yeah. Having about that to the first. That's it's, kind of it's, it's, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. You know, they obviously had a really, you know, Mike talked about scripting plays. Mm. Um, you know, they did a good job with Buckner in the first half. Um, the the things that, you know, they, they did a pretty good job. Um, but in the second half, I mean, I don't know. I got to watch the game again, but I don't remember. I don't remember Styles being part of the, the show at all. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I, I don't know. I, they didn't, they didn't, uh, but whatever. I mean, Ohio State's very, very good, but, you know, sure. the offense did not help the defense in the second half. And no, they did not. The defense just, you know, kind of, kind of I think they got gassed at the end. It, it, and and this, I thought the same thing happened in the Fiesta Bowl, where when the defense spends most of the second half on the field, by the time you get into the fourth quarter, they're just, I mean, it, it, it's, it's hard to keep up with someone as talented as Oklahoma State, let alone someone as talented as Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we forget that, like, you know, even in plays where where guys, uh, you know, where guys aren't, like, the, you know, they're guarding guys who aren't being targeted, they're still running their ass off for that play. Sure. <laughs> because they're, they're guarding a better athlete than themselves. And they're, you know, so um, when, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it was just uh, um I will say that, uh, and I know Brammer will probably get around to the to the officiating uh, at some point. But the thing that I don't think people talk about in this whole you know uh, thing, both in the NFL and college football, when it comes to protecting quarterbacks, you know, they always talk about targeting and they talk about hits and stuff. But what they never talk about is how you literally have to, you know, kill somebody to get called for holding anymore. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And, you know, there was, uh, you know, there was at least four times that I counted that um, Notre Dame defensive, you know, rushers, pass rushers uh, were held. And I mean, you know, totally. just, right. And 
Grammar, we're, we're on your favorite topic. We're talking about the officiating. Well, we, I, I, I did want to bring, I did bring that up. I swear to God, this is an this is outstanding pod. You've got to keep it. Yeah, there you go. There's, <laughs> have me drop off for 10 minutes. It goes wild. Well, just really quick, because I did I did want to make that point, because to, to back to, to coffee, back to what he's saying. Let's just do this. This is the show. I mean, this is like yeah, five I mean, I can edit it. Of, I, if you're I, looking I, for professional whatevers, you've come yeah. to the wrong place. That is I'll be able to edit it, at least me dropping. But um, that was a huge call. you got to admit, I mean, in the fourth quarter, we get 36 yards. I mean, we're, we're moving the football. And the next thing you know, we get an offensive pass interference call that was completely uncatchable. Nowhere near was that even possible of being intercepted. Not even close. Not just that, it was just garden variety hand fighting that happens on every play. Yeah, I mean, it just it was ridiculous to make that call. And so so that puts us in first and 25. And I mean, come on, man. Ohio State couldn't get a first down with first and 25. I mean, it's just the way the defenses were playing at that point. Well, they got a touchdown. <laughs> well, on third and 11. But yeah, in any event. Um, didn't they, well, didn't they have a first and that wasn't that? Didn't they have third and 11 after being... Um, pushed back to like second and 25 or first and 25. I thought that was a. No, you might be right about that. Yeah, you're right. It did go back. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was third and 11 after what, that. Right. What, what Coffee and I were talking about was like, you know, everybody talks about how quarterbacks are protected these days and they are with these, you know, late hit calls that are pretty suspect and with these, you know, but the, the way that they're really protected is nobody freaking calls holding anymore. No, I mean, total, the, the game was held the whole entire night. Yeah, I mean, you could have called it on any play, and I, I mean, granted, Foskey didn't show up, but probably sixty percent of the time he was held. I mean, yeah, literally, no, just sure. guys sure. grabbing his, re reaching his arm out and grabbing him. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, the the third touchdown that Ohio State scored. I mean, you know, it looked to me like on every single play after Ohio State caught crossed midfield, um, there was holding. Uh, I mean. And not even like subtle holding, like, you know, like, you know, just like arms around the neck holding and arms around the waist holding. And, you know, one guy grabbed somebody behind, around the waist and it wasn't called. I mean, yeah, it was they just, finally called it late. But, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, there is I, I do want to get back to the videos, though, because there's a couple of things I wanted to point out that I thought I'm, I'm kind of curious on your guys' take. I mean, this is a big part of the first touchdown. If you drop off again, Ed and I will have a lengthy conversation about this. Now, see, so we've got our safety coming underneath, and he walked up. That's fine. But Cam Hart is actually going for it, which I don't have a problem with. Um, but if you're going to go for it, you got to go for it. you got to, right. like, sell out. And if he would have led with his left hand, like all DBs are taught, and, and even if you got to leave your feet, if he tips that football, that third and 11 turns into fourth and 11. And instead, the, the other thing that I got a beef with on this play is Houston Griffith. If you look right here, he's, he's about on the 10-yard line, okay? So he's got his eyes on the quarterback. The quarterback is releasing the football. Well, as a safety, the second the ball leaves the quarterback's hands, you break to the ball as fast as you can. I okay, so to, I don't want to pick on anybody, but Houston Griffin is not a very good football player. Did, did not, and then, and then unfortunately, this one kind of exposes him because look at him drag his feet there, and then he makes point of contact at the one yard line. 
Yeah, no, he's. It's he's like, not, are you trying to keep him out of the end zone or not? Like, what are you doing? No, he's not an instinctive football player. He's not. A, he's not a great tackler. He doesn't break down very well. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm glad he's there. I'm, you know, he's a good at. You know, I guess he's a good athlete, and but he's he's just he's just not a very good football player. Sorry. Yeah, and I'm not picking on him. I mean, just that particular play. I mean, there's all kinds of plays like that. I mean, Cam Hart right there. I mean, I think if he sells out, he look. He made a great break on the ball. The ball was perfectly thrown. Give Ohio State credit. I mean, and I think that's the difference in the game, at least for me. Ohio State made some big plays when they needed to, and Notre Dame didn't. And their their studs stepped up when they needed to, and we just didn't really have anybody who stepped up and made a play. Um, and, and I think that was the difference in the game, especially in the fourth quarter there with Henderson down the sidelines. Um, I mean, that was just one hell of a huge clutch play. Yeah. And I mean, those are the kind of differences. Well, you know, in Mayor, the game. Mayor, Mayor made a big play. I mean, that catch. No, that was a great big, catch. I, I thought that was a huge fumble. play. That, yeah. he, he's, he came to play, and um, I, I'll tell well, you. Those what. are the kind of play. Th those are the kind of plays that five-star players make. And I was, yeah. saw the stat that. Notre Dame has two five-star players, and Ohio State has, what, like 15 or something like that. And I, I don't want to be making excuses because, oh, those guys go. But those guys are good. Yeah. I think next year when it's uh, Tyler Buckner's 17th start and not his first, and we have a uh, number one ranked recruiting class coming in, but I, I'll be interested to see uh, how, the, how the plays go. At, the, at that game. Again, I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses for this, but what you guys are talking about is an example of four years of top five recruiting as opposed to one year of top five recruiting. Well, here, here's that play that you're talking about. I mean, he scrambles out, third and three, got nowhere to go, and then boom, just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable you know, I think, I, think it was, I, I think it was pretty humorous how Fowler and Herb Street talked about the receiver for Ohio State who went out hurt like 6,000 times as though, you know, <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan was coming out of game seven for the Bulls in the first two minutes and that they were nothing without him. I mean, all mm -hmm. they have to do is just look down the bench and, you know, put in another three or four or five-star wide receivers. I mean, give me a break. The Notre Dame missing Jared Patterson was way more impactful for Notre Dame than Ohio State losing that guy was for, for their offense. I yeah, mean, absolutely. You know, totally. Uh, I, I mean, it, it was they real obvious they we missed that once. Yeah. In, in a big way. And, I, and you know, those are some of the, I, I'm hoping, missed assignments that can be corrected. I mean, the offensive line did not have a banner night. And, you know, Coffee, to your point that you're making before the game, it sure would have been nice to play Marshall and get that behind us so that we could have exposed some of these missed assignments and then had film to go back to. But, I think the key thing now moving forward, I mean, I am happy with the effort. I mean, it was one hell of an effort. We really played physical in that first half. I mean, there were some major hits going on, and, and we were toe-to-toe -to, -toe to them. And anytime you hold Ohio State to seven points in the first half, you're doing something right. Like, somebody's doing something right. Sure. <laughs> but, I, sure. but it's going to be interesting to see, like, do we make those progressions from week to week? And, you know, right now we got two games into the Marcus Freeman era. All right, now what do we do? do? Do we see ourselves getting better and better and better with execution so that ultimately at the end of the day, we do finish these games? 
and we're going to ultimately get to Clemson. It looks like. I mean, I I wasn't. I watched North Carolina. I wasn't really terribly impressed. <laughs> so I'm yeah, hoping they, that you know USC is going to be a battle, um, but maybe we're still getting them early on enough. But it's going to come down to the Clemson game, I think at least. I mean, USC will be a battle for us, but if if we can somehow get to that game, then we got a shot. And sure. but it's going to be based on improvement at this kind of level where we improve with execution and and cut down the mistakes and i don't i don't know personally i thought offensively you can't be too upset being up 10-7 at halftime i mean yeah okay it would have been nice to get one more score but 10 points against ohio state in a half is not bad you assume you're going to replicate that in the second half and we just didn't do anything um now again a couple of bad calls but but even still um yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I look, we'll see. I thought Buckner was handled really well. I mean, he yeah. didn't make any major mistakes. I don't think we put him in a in a chance to make some major mistakes. But boy, he threw some tight spiral balls that I didn't see last year. I mean, there were some really well thrown balls, and, I, and we I, needed. I I think I think that was an outstanding plan. If you're looking at not only. Tyler Buckner against Ohio State and Columbus, but Tyler Buckner as Notre Dame's starting quarterback this year. You you want to put him in a situation where he has the maximum possibility for success because if he has a really bad game, maybe that bleeds over into the rest of the season. You want him to start the season with a good taste in his mouth. Yeah, we didn't get the win, which is what we all wanted. But as you said, Bram, the, the, you, you've got a, a, a rookie quarterback Going into the horseshoe, plays a plays a solid game, not an elite game, not an incredible game, but a solid game. No mistakes, no turnovers. So, okay, that's something you can build on because you have two very winnable games coming up before you got to go to North Carolina, and at least now you have a quarterback with a little bit of com or with more confidence who can uh, perform the way we want him to in the games going forward. Yeah, there there was that. Uh, I did want to show that. Um... This throw right here, because I thought this was a great play on Buckner's part. You know, it's third and two. We're in there. He throws a pop to, to Mayer. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that will build your confidence. I mean, that was a well-thrown ball. I thought it was a great call, by the way. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a great call. Got us in. We get the touchdown on the next play. Um, but, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, Buckner, I felt, um, even a couple plays where, God, man, if some guys can just make a play. Um, you know, that throw to Lindsay, where it was third, how was, I want to, I got it here, so I'll pull it up really quick, but I mean, I, I just felt like it was just a huge missed opportunity, and, you know, yeah, in my yeah, mind, if, if, yeah. if we get a couple guys to just make some plays, just come on and just make a play, um, but I thought this was a pretty well-thrown ball. Don't let the ball come into you. Reach out with your hands and grab the football. You know, quit letting the ball get to your body. And, and I just think in those kind of situations, somebody's got to show up and make a play. I mean, that, that's what this is all about. But anyways, it just seemed like we just didn't have those kind of plays go our way. And uh, and that was, to me, that was the difference in the football game. You know, Ohio State just didn't give up an inch. And, and their studs made some big, huge plays. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we just, you know, 
the accumulation of that was just something we couldn't overcome. You know, we need some other to make the big, huge plays on our side. Yeah, there yeah. some other positives. You know, I mean, I think special teams was really solid. The specialists really good. look like they'll be fine, you know. Yep. Uh, well, the quarterback's really good. I mean, Tariq Bracey played a hell of a game. Yeah, he had a game. I mean, he, would, he just and, was a monster. How amazing is it that, that going into the game, everyone was kind of worried about, okay, the front seven's going to be great, but I don't know about the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks played fantastic, and the front seven were kind of mm, – Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I felt bad for J.D. Bertrand because he missed some tackles in that fourth quarter that he normally doesn't miss. I mean, there were there were some arm tackles there where guys just kind of broke free from him. And, and I don't, you know, I don't think well, how it much was, of that is chasing five stars for three. And yeah, half. I know. It's, it's just a tough. That's what I'm saying. It's a tough game. It's a tough battle. He's a stud. But there were just a couple there in the fourth quarter that I I know he would love to have back. But yeah, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day. You know, they 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 physically wore us down there towards the end. We kind of ran out of gas, and um, and it showed with Mayan, you know, carrying the load there the last uh, that last drive. But you know, look overall, I mean, I, I I think there's a lot of silver lining in this game. I think that you know, hopefully, we'll see it in the next couple games where we do start to make some you know progression, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, I think the defense is going to continue to be stout. I don't think that's going to all of a sudden fall apart on us. Um, but, yeah, it would be nice to see, to be able to watch that kind of progression over the next couple of games because we got an opportunity to do it against Marshall and California. I mean, we'll, and, again, I think if North Carolina is what they look like in the first game, we should be able to win that one fairly easily as well. But who knows? I mean, this, this is what makes college football so much fun week to week you just don't know i mean you could be lsu thinking you're going to blow out fsu and then look what happens <laughs> not that i was excited to see that but <laughs> oh i was <laughs> yeah no it's uh especially in the fashion that it happened that was kind of interesting <laughs> uh, all right well good enough we'll leave it there even though most of the show is you two guys i'll have to see how you did we, after I mix are we it doing up. predictions for marshall or yeah let's do that i uh I, I think we beat them by 30 points i don't see us having a fallout i think the offense is going to put up some numbers and uh the defense will be the defense but i, I expect us to unleash next week what do you think coffee i picked uh i picked 42 to 10 in our site Contest, I see no reason to change yeah. that. They beat they beat the crap out of somebody this weekend, didn't they? I think they won like fifty. Nobody this weekend. They're one and zero. Yeah, you're right. We're paying. They, they they played a Division two team that went six and five last year. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. It's very it's very interesting. Anytime I see a uh, a tweet from uh, Father Jenkins encouraging people to go to the Marshall game, I know the ticket sales <laughs> are dragging. So, <laughs> you know, hopefully, they'll have sixty seventy thousand people in there, but. Um, you know, the weather's still good. Come to South Bend, go to the game. You can probably get a ticket for 15, 20 bucks. Um, but um, yeah, I'll say, you know, um, I, I think they're probably going to really work on, uh, you know, some offensive line continuity. Um, and I, I think they'll run the ball effectively. And so that's that I think will keep the score down a little bit because I think they're going to, I think they're going to focus on moving the ball on the ground. And so I'm going to say 30, uh, I'm going to say 34 to 34 to 12. Um, but um, by the way, Joe Alt is, is going to be, he's going to be a, like a, he's going to, he's going to be his dad. He's going to be a, a 10, 12 year NFL tackle. I mean, 
that guy yeah. is he's got you know it's it's he he he's is a crusher. Yeah, he is really good. Uh, it's amazing that he's a sophomore in college because he plays like uh, you know that he could he could start for the Bears next week. He really does. He's he's yeah. just he's he's got um, he's got just a a, a a way about him that is pretty impressive. For well, I think you know the other thing people forget is we are fairly young. I mean, that was a pretty pretty young football team out there last night or Saturday night. So, um, you know, hopefully we keep those guys around two more years would be nice. Whether we can do that or not, who knows? But um, yeah, I just wish that I wish that we would have seen a little more Tyree in the second half. Uh, yeah. You know, he he's he's a good football player. They got to give him a chance to show his thing. Do his yeah, thing. he's got a little bit too much speed to be bottling up. But, you know, th- uh, three, three catches by the wide receivers is not a great sign. I mean, no. you, you can't you can't have three catches by your wide receiving core. That ain't gonna get you very many games. Well, I'd like to see how many times was Styles targeted? Twice? Like twice, I think. Not enough. Yeah. His first. Yeah. Cat, his well, again, this is this is the conservative game plan. If if yeah. we get into the if if we're talking next week after the Marshall game about stats like this, I'll get concerned. Yeah, but, it'll be it'll be a bad sign. I don't, I don't think we will, but yeah, I would agree with you. No, it was it'll, a good plan, but they just you know to win games like this, you gotta you gotta yeah. you know, grab them from the offensive end and the offensive. Yep. Help the defense in the second half. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, great. We'll leave it there. Thanks. You've been listening to Dome and Domer, an online conversation about Notre Dame sports from a fan's perspective. Fred Jordanic and Mike Coffee. I'm Mike Brammer. Thanks for listening. <laughs>